Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one Cassandra's favorite minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. <laughs> that you were going to say the daily podcast where I fangirl about Orlando Bloom one minute at a time? You know what? It's not one minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. It's a lifestyle. I suppose. I'll not have you cramping my my style. Uh, joining us today <laughs> uh, is Chris O'Connor from uh, Dueling Genre. Hi. Hi. Yeah, hi, 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 guys! Glad to be here again. Glad to be here for this last minute of uh, of Orcish Forlorn Hope and um, Shenanigans. Uh, Orlando yeah. Bloom's Extreme Sports. That sweet grind. The, welcome to the wide <laughs> world of sports with Legolas. NBC's the wide world. Wait, was of it sports. NBC? I thought so it was exciting. ABC or is it CBS? I have no idea. Stephens. Yeah, a broadcast network. TV. Wide world of sports. A, a network. <laughs> As before uh, so our time. Got right. TV over the it air, real weirdos. Yes. Today we're talking about minute one seventy eight. Yeah, we are. Which starts with the orcs um, advancing further into the uh, keep, and ends with the armies clashing. Yeah, it ends at, with their lines meeting. Yeah, they should have coordinated those colors better. Because you know, clashing. All right. Anyway, um... so near the near the beginning of this minute, Aragorn <laughs> is picking himself up off the He's ground. Just like, oh man. That was shocking. Gimli shout gets up, Aragorn! shouts, Aragorn, Aragorn! and leaps. Yeah, leaps. He, he takes a big jump he, into a group of Urukai. He's like, "Hey guys, woo!" How tall is this wall? The ladders are nineteen meters tall. What? That they built for the full size ladders. Yeah, and the wow. ladders are a little taller than the wall. Yes. So Gimli just, just dropped fifty ish like feet. Fifty wow, feet. That's uh, not smart. No. I guess dwarves are made of sterner stuff. But I mean, right. last time, yeah, here, last time I was here, we talked about his, his ability to bench press like a thousand pounds. Well, several thousand pounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and if you are that strong, your bar- your body has to be similarly durable <laughs> to hold yourself together. I wonder how much he I weighs so. himself. That'd be crazy. Like Gimli, 400 pounds. Like 600 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> But he doesn't make a crater when he <laughs> well, jumps. It's like a, well, you know, he's like jumping into the sort of muddy debris. Uh, oh man, that's so good. Yeah, he should have. He should have sunk in there. He lands oh, on. Oh yeah, he probably killed that one just by landing on him. Like a falling <laughs> elephant, a, a falling baby elephant. That's what dwarves are. Dwarves are baby elephants. They should have just. Oh, they should have just rolled him down the causeway. <laughs> Just roll just, him down the causeway. Like, just like all the tie some over, shields to like on all sides and like strap some swords on him and just be like, roll down the hill. Yeah. Nobody rolls on wolf. <laughs> so Gimli. That's, that comes later. <laughs> this wall that he jumps off of in the minute is yeah, clearly yeah, not 50 it, it feet It looks tall. like 20 to 30. It's yeah, more like 25. <laughs> the wall is supposed to be about 60 feet tall. <laughs> okay. So yeah. there's a matter of scale. It's uh, not internally consistent. So he kills the Surakai he lands on. Ostensibly. Ostensibly. And then he kills 
a hand <laughs> like three more urkai he hops in there shock troop the style and and just like he blunts the the attack and uh yeah i've said it a couple of times like uh the, the, this is the the orcish forlorn hope this is the uh, the unit that is sent in to the breach they're sent in to to the to, at the very tip of the spear at the front uh and they expect to take heavy casualties and boy do they mm-hmm. i like the shot of gimli smashing that one urkai in the face with the top of his axe not the blades the top. He just Mash. shoves it in his face. Bam. <laughs> and then he gets pushed over. And he disappears Gimli's wobble, in the but water. they don't fall down. <laughs> Except when they yeah, do. Yeah. Dwarf he tipping. is underwater for a long time. Yep. I mean, not like, not from like, like minutes. From but... about 18 seconds to 53 seconds. Yeah. And that's like disgusting, bloody, like poop castle water. Yeah. There's shrapnel and rocks. <laughs> Yeah, he's seen some shit. I don't know. Aragorn yep. freaks out. Yeah, Aragorn. Oh, dude, Gimli! That was a that was a that was a sweet jump. That was a really dumb thing to do. There's there, you know, Legolas isn't the only one. Legolas isn't the only one doing extreme sports in this minute. <laughs> no, this, what's parkour. this called? Yes, the, the office parkour parkour parkour. parkour, 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 parkour. Ah, there was nothing in that box. <laughs> Aragorn has the archers behind yeah. him fire, who that apparently was, were just not like standing, standing there, like, place watching this I happen. guess, you know, you can only have so many archers on the wall at once, and if you have archers that are powerful enough, once the army gets to the wall, and you know it's so many ranks deep, you can have people back inside just firing over the wall that will hit and kill the enemy. Yeah, and we saw them doing that uh, last week. Yeah. During part of the but, opening shot okay, of the Okay, so battle. what I don't understand is they see these orcs and then they coming, wait. they see Aragorn, like, flailing and why? normally like fighting they're incredibly yeah, they well disciplined sit, why are they not automatically loose elves, elves elves lack the sort of ambition required to take take those I, steps I on their own they're waiting know. for the order from the guy who took over they're, their they're command just, they're just rule followers <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they want to see what happens and they're just like, oh, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, I bet you so many I bet you yeah. so many elf coins that he how many urkai shall he kill I bet you so many elf coins that he does not Elf coins. <laughs> Deal has been struck. Forty elf coins. Actually, has, does that ever come up? Like, what is the um, what is the 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 unit of currency in Middle Earth? Just gold coins. I okay. assume so. Yes. Well, yeah. All the all the coins in Schmogs. Just standard Schmog. fantasy coinage. Schmogs. Castle. Yeah. Okay. No nuts. Canuts. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No nuts. Sickles. Sickles. Nuts. Sickles. Sickles galleons. Yeah. Absurd English whatever pieces of eight <laughs> my pieces of eight no uh, yeah i could i could imagine the orcs like screaming about not getting their pieces of eight <laughs> why is all the rum gone uh. where's my nine pieces of eight it's a coin that's been cut into eight pieces i don't remember which coin but yeah oh okay i have no idea I... it might have been a penny you know that makes sense but uh, you know, because you take the smallest de- denomination coin, you break it up into it uh, into constituent parts, and you know, like e- eight even pieces, and then the poorest people are are trying to pay for things with like slivers of money. Man, because it has yep. actual value because of what it's made out of, not because of any arbitrary value yep. associated with it. My money is all ones and zeros. It it's all, it's nice only money easy. because we all believe it's money. Exactly. If we all stopped believing it was money, it would stop being money. <laughs> the, the economy is a magic trick. 
It truly is. Anyway. You know what else is a magic trick? War. <laughs> Trying to pay rent. No, no, but yes. Uh, I was going to say Legolas sliding down on a shield. Oh like God, a crappy orc man. shield. <laughs> yeah, it's well, an orc shield. God. Yeah. Orc sledding. It's a practical effect. <laughs> this is a practical effect. There are guide wires. He slides down the, the stairs. Uh, he's making like a duck face as he shoots the arrows. The arrows are digitally <laughs> put in. That's his concentrating face. That's his concentrating face. <laughs> he's just doing the arrow motion. They digitally put in the arrows of being course, fired. That makes sense. Yeah. And they paint out the wires. Yeah. This. Um... And then he kills the guy with the shield. You sound so yeah. like unimpressed. <laughs> Well, I don't like this. Yeah, what? this is this was kind of a uh, this was a bridge too far, so to speak. Um, like like I remember like in the first movie, like the the choreography and fight effects, like the stuff that they I, when I talked about uh, that the you know the battle before the the death of Boromir, like all all of Legolas's cool stuff with you know getting close with the arrows and his his fast shooting and like his style that was all really cool and it was great. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, of course they had to continue it, but it's like, oh, you know, it's like, this is the sequel. We got to, we got to do it one better. And it's like, how did they decide to do it one better? Extreme sports, snowboarding. And I'm just like, I, no, that's not what I wanted you to do. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and then it gets even, then it goes further. In the yeah. Third movie. It's like, this is our and idea. And then it goes further in the movies that take place in the past. <laughs> the, part, the part of Legolas shall now be played by Sean White. God, just. Well, at the time that they filmed these, it could have actually been Tony Hawk. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> oh man, that elf just pulled an ollie. Well, wait, an ollie is a simple, stupid trick. Right, never mind. You know what? I don't know skateboarding. A reverse, flip. You get you get some stupid, reverse 1080. Or not stupid. You get like gorilla radio playing in the background. <laughs> Rage against the machine. Yeah. Everyone pull out your system Tony Hawk down. Pro Skater. Oh, man. System of a Down would be great music to like kill orcs to. Uh, just like B-O-B, B-Y-O-B, yeah. That's a good one. The toxicity. Well, I, like I think it's silly and it's fun. And the Fellowship theme plays. And I always like when yeah, the Fellowship it, theme and, and, plays. And you know, it helps with the, it makes it a little more triumphant. It's like, oh yeah, we, you know, we, we, we got set back a little bit, but we're still the heroes. And we're going to keep heroing. We're going to hero so hard. Take this. Heroics. Pew pew, yes. pew pew pew. And as he's going, <laughs> the sound thump, effect thump. from his bow is like, like it legit is like pew pew. And I'm like, what, what, ah, uh, uh, uh. All right, fine, fine. It's it's a pew, it's a pew pew noise followed by a wet sack of potatoes hitting concrete style thud. Oh, like, that's no. not. I don't think that's how that would sound. <laughs> Uh, but that's okay. And then we also get we also get like you know the 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 head lopping off like a dandelion bit. You know, we... This yes. is the second orc head Vigo has chopped off. Is there Aragorn a... has chopped off two. Is there a one per movie? Is, is there a third I, one? Probably. Yeah. I, I imagine he gets at least three beheadings. Presumably, it may have been the fight with Sauron that they decided to leave out of the movie. Oh my god, can you imagine him beheading Sauron? Yes. Wait, how does he kill the, the mouth later? He just stabs the mouth in the face, right? Actually, does he, be- he might, does he behead the mouth Or does the Sauron? mouth, like, collapse in on oh, itself? We'll find out. Uh, I can't remember. It's been such a long time. I don't remember. I don't remember. No, he doesn't stab the mouth of Sauron through the mouth. I don't think, because that would be too close to ah, how yeah, true, kills true, true, the Witch King. So I think he cuts the mouth of but Sauron's would, head off. Wouldn't that be just like cinematic mirroring of your protagonist? Maybe. I mean, I guess. This is what you get for wearing stupid open-faced Plus helmets. it's poetic justice to like 
Right. It's it's poetic justice in to the stab mouth. The mouth of Sauron in the mouth. Right in the kiss. Yeah. <laughs> right in the face mouth. <laughs> I now can't remember. I now I have to go find that scene and look. Open your no, mouth and close no, your eyes and get ready surprise. for a big surprise. Mm. Oh, no. Over the over the lips and past the gums. Watch out, stomach! Here it comes. <laughs> Y'all are messed up. <laughs> oh, hi! Forty inches of cold steel. <laughs> At that point, wouldn't it be um, Narsil? Yeah, yeah, it's Narsil. It is. It is not Narsil. It's Anduril. Oh, sorry, the reforged made, made from the shards of Narsil. Yeah, flame of the west. I think it's Flame of the West. I think that's what that stands. What that means. So it's just like elvish magic sword. Yeah. Straight. In Wouldn't the face. it be funny if we're misremembering? Straight through the face. And like you actually get to the minute, like uh, two years from now, and it's just like, oh, he just knocks right, him over. He like trips and falls. <laughs> <laughs> it's comical. He just kind of pushes him over, and the guy's like, ah, but If he <laughs> if he doesn't get three, that, yeah, that's just not. Like, you need to have that. It's the rule sad. of threes, man. <laughs> Okay, there's three Peter Jackson cameos. Three, three movies. Yeah, three and then I mean, um, we we get the uh, yeah the 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 hardened like a cadre of of elf elvish shock troops. Uh, you know, there's not too many of them, but they're far better armed, equipped, and experienced than any any group of orcs. But they're vastly outnumbered. But they're elves, and yeah, therefore yeah, much better than yeah. any man or orc. But still. Each of these elves will kill a hundred or a guy. <laughs> right, but that's only like 10%, not even 10%. Well, this is an army of 10,000 and there's... Yeah, there's like a hundred or there's like a hundred elves or something. So, I mean, like if you were... I, these elves alone kill half they kill, army. They kill a lot. They kill a lot. <laughs> but they do not, they do not go without their own casualties. Yeah, that guy gets Oof. impaled on a spear. Oh, I should have sidestepped. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Oh, war is really hard. Aragorn oh, yeah, runs he's just right like through bat- the spear wall. He, he's just batting them the aside. This with is sword, easy. And it's just like, I'm killing you. Medieval warfare is a joke. Ha ha. Why didn't everybody with a sword just do this? Oh, wait, they couldn't. Oops. <laughs> oh, wait, anyone paying attention yeah. would have stabbed me six feet before It's like now? you have ranks. Okay. You have ranks. But but we've established that the Orakai are idiots and toddlers and not experienced or well-disciplined. They somehow have like great command and control and are able to mount their three-pronged attack that's like perfectly timed so that all the things go together. But then when it comes to the moment, like, you know, they're, they're small units, like the, the, the tactics, they're just not together. They don't, they don't work together. Saruman is someone who's really good at setting up his army and command and conquer, but then can't micromanage it once. He never starts. he never bothers to upgrade all of his units properly, so they suck. <laughs> he just wins with overwhelming numbers and a good starting position. He, he always plays Zerg. He, he, he always win. Zerg rushes. Yeah, he's, he's like, every he's like if he doesn't get you in the first couple of minutes with that Zergling rush, this is closer to a carrier swarm. This is waiting <laughs> until your opponent has turtled and you're playing Protoss and you just release the five carriers you've spent the whole game building. <laughs> For those for those listeners uh, who have played I haven't Starcraft played that game in so long. Oh the OG Starcraft. I haven't played that game in like years. I've played years. it a lot oh, growing up. <laughs> it was one of the only Yeah, I one I of the only real computer games the computer I had growing up could run. <laughs> real computer games. Yeah, not the <laughs> Commodore 64 that I had. <laughs> but yeah, this this is closer to good the Protoss. Time, I'm gonna send thirty thousand itty bitty things at you at the end of the game. Hopefully this is enough, because if it's not, I have lost badly. <laughs> and you have lost badly, Leather Daddy Saruman. Indeed. Well, not yet. Not yet. He's currently winning. Not yet. Not yet. 
Currently, things look rather dire for Rohan. He has accomplished his goal of breaking open the wall. He wants to crack it open like an egg. Yeah, the bomb totally worked. Uh, Wormtongue's intelligence proved uh, effective. Mm -hmm. He has been a useful spy. Yep, yep, yep. Although that seems like the sort of thing that Saruman would have just known because it's an old fortress and Saruman's been alive forever. So wouldn't he just know? I mean, that's not like a secret. It's just like there. Right. Anyone could just you, ride you, up to Helm's Ride Deep. up and you see it. It's not a, it's not a secret. It's, it's right there on the front in the middle. In fact, it's like a front door. Yeah. Ostensibly before Saruman proved himself an evil bastard, he could He'd just been go there. He's, he's visit been Helm's there Deep. to visit. He's like, oh man, this Helm's Deep. It's really cool. Look at, they built a horn into the whole mountain. Wow. <laughs> the Hornberg. Ooh. Ooh. One of the many wonders of the Middle Earth world. When does Gimli blow the horn? <laughs> 20 minutes from now? Yeah. Too long. Yeah, Helm's Deep is, is on like, like generation, many, many generations from now, uh, like fat middle class, like uh, humans of, of Middle Earth are, are going to go be like, I'm going to go see the Hel- I'm going to go see Helm's Deep. It's uh, I got my tourist guides book. My Zagat's Guide to uh, to the Helm's Deep. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> the kids are going to blow on the Hornberg. It's going to be great. When I come back, I'm going to show you guys my slideshow. But after that, I'm, <laughs> after that, I'm going to take a trip down to Gondor and we're going to check out the Paths of the Dead. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Like when, after they've got their industrial revolution and like, you know, you sort of like enter the sort of current, you know, modern malaise. And you of, can take a train class from Bree to Gondor. It's like, what are the major tourist attractions of modern Middle Earth? Well, Orthanc, because it will stand forever. (laughs) The Argonath, Helm's Deep, the Paths of the Dead. Those are the ones that I think of. Not Baradur, it fell down. (laughs) It sure did. (laughs) Nobody would want to go there anyway. Edgelords. No one goes to the Dead Marshes. (laughs) Goth kids! Those are still... Except for one one stubborn man who built a castle. Goth kids go to the Dead Marshes. (laughs) That's true. They go there to (laughs) read poetry and make out. Especially on Halloween. <laughs> that's their like graveyard date. Yeah, then some then some elf that's been dead for a hundred thousand years pulls them underwater. We we all float down here. Oh my gosh. Oh, like Middle or Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that it's Lake Town. That's where all the oh, Middle Earth Stephen Lake King Town is Maine. Oh yes, absolutely. Like Lake 1, Town is Maine. Yeah, I oh, yep. It sure is. <laughs> What is there? Water, trees, and mountains, and that's it. Oh, man. One real mountain, a bunch of trees, and lakes. Stephen Colbert's there randomly. Just hanging out. <laughs> Who's this Lee Pace guy living in the woods? Dude, if Lee Pace lived in the woods, I would go into the woods more. The oh, Northwoods Hermit. It's just, it's just Thranduil. That's a hell of a story for listeners who don't know anything about Maine. If you look up the Northwoods Hermit, there that's messed up. That guy lived in the woods for like 20, 30 years, stealing from people's camps. Wow. And it took so long for him to get found. <laughs> so funny. I like the elven greatswords, but I'm not 100% sure how practical they They're would be. They're not. They're not really... <laughs> they're not great. Like the the elvish swords they have very long handles. They're really they're really like pretty. Um, they're really gorgeous. I don't. I mean, I suppose in like single combat unarmored, they wouldn't be that bad. But like they've got no guard. They're not. They don't look very well balanced. They their stabbing point isn't very good. They just they're not great. I, I, it would not be my choice. They look like pole arms with short handles. Yeah, yeah. There there are some weapons like that in history, but they're not uh, that prevalent because they suck. 
but they do look very yeah, nice. They, they look, they're very they look cool. They, they're definitely the sort of thing that uh, you know the uh, production staff found in history books and like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Let's try something like that. And and the thing is, it's you know not something that was common because it's not effective. There are a lot of cool weapons in history that like you know you can search out in like uh, old books, but if they weren't that good, they weren't used much. Right. Yeah, like whip swords yeah. and a whole bunch of other stuff. Whip swords are incredibly dangerous yeah. and impractical. Imagine that. <laughs> However, long... they are cool as hell. Do you want a ribbon dance with a razor All blade? All those kung fu weapons are just terrible. They're the worst. Oh man, there's the the one that's a cage that rips off the other guy's head. <laughs> yeah, the flying like guillotine. I don't think that's a legit. <laughs> I don't think that's not a real thing. I don't think anybody ever made the flying guillotine. That was just the movie. <laughs> Didn't Mythbusters try? That's crazy. Yes, they did. Okay. The the B team each tried to build one that would work. Right. Oh god, that's terrible. And was it uh, <laughs> Tori came the closest to making oh, a god, workable that's one? That's so scary. I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. The B team does a whole lot of weapon testing myths, which makes a lot of their stuff really interesting to watch. <laughs> Like paper testing paper armor is a cool episode. Well, yeah, they got to do something interesting because they're the B team. <laughs> yeah, you got to outshine the walrus. Are they the somehow. ones that did the uh, the duct uh, duct tape cannon? Yeah, that, that sounds one. familiar. They did they did like a whole episode so. on on duct tape things. Like they had like the duct tape, the boat made out of duct tape, and then I think one of them was was making a a, a yes. black powder firing cannon out of just rolls of duct tape. It 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 was I think it was good for like two shots. Like you might be able to get something like that to fire once. <laughs> Out of I got this. Material. I got this great trick. It just has to be I can strong only do enough. It once, because <laughs> it only has to be strong enough to withstand enough of the explosion to send the projectile, yeah. Yeah. even if it tears itself apart. Like making a silencer out of a soda bottle. It'll work once. Which, uh... just in the Joker voice, want to see a magic trick? Oh my god! <laughs> it's just a duct tape cannon. <laughs> just pulls out a duct tape gun. I can see the Joker. Look doing what I that. made! Arts and crafts, kitties. <laughs> <laughs> bang and then it does the little bang flag and then it fires that as an arrow <laughs> as a gun oh look we've we've oh, come man. full circle wait was that full circle how was that full circle thump <laughs> oh yeah we okay that's good bang in good time <laughs> yeah oh man yeah this this minute is just the army's just getting ready to throw down again more and, and Gimli nearly drowning <laughs> 40 seconds is not enough to drown. It might be when you're also getting yeah, that, stomped on. It is, it is a yeah. long time, though. Especially to be surprisingly Whoa. thrown into the water. Yeah, you're not holding your breath. You or can't anything. hold your breath for very long like that. Unless he has, like, incredible lung capacity. Then again, yes, he's incredibly... <laughs> we, we've established that they are, dwarves are superhuman. Yeah. Which is just so disconcerting because they're so small. Well, yeah, they're dwarves. Which makes a, moment, makes a moment a little later not make sense. Yeah. If Gimli is that strong... How can is it just his? Him? Yeah. It also, if it's just his, is it just his arms? Why can't he make that jump? Well, no, later? because he he pushes the warg with his leg. We've established it's both his arms and his legs. <laughs> yeah. So why can't he jump that far? Um, Eight-ish yeah, no, minutes I'm thinking, from now. Ten-ish minutes from now. <laughs> yeah. I just let the movie play for it's, a while. It's not when now. is now? Now. It's not now. <laughs> We're at now. Gimli is so strong. Some things around him. Never don't play make this sense. tape again. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for joining us this week, Chris. It has been a pleasure. Yeah, Thank this you half for week. Me. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll be back tomorrow 
to talk about some uh, something different for a little while. Yeah, this today into tomorrow is a pretty drastic smash cut. It's a very um... yeah, it's so drastic that it just shook me right off the podcast. <laughs> I was clinging on for dear transition. life, and then the tree ant, you know, the ants came along, and I went, "Whoa!" You lost. <laughs> We're going to return to the Lorax. The Lorax. They speak for the trees. <laughs> Oh my god. Heading back to Durntingle. God oh, damn it. So, we're all from the website DuelingGenre.com. Mm-hmm. Check us out there. Check out the other Dueling Genre minute movies by minute podcasts, including but not limited to a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles minute. Coming back for TMNT 2, The Secret back. of the Ooze. Woohoo! Do you know when? Uh, we're gonna, or is that uh, As of recording this, which uh, presumably is a couple weeks before all of you wonderful listeners are listening to it, uh, we're going to start recording TMNT2 in like three days. So I think we'll start releasing episodes either like December or like January 1st. Nice. Awesome. Sick. So you have a whole backlog of their first movie to catch up on before they. Oh, and start it's so good. Again. You guys are going to have a great time. Oh, Secret of the Ooze is great. I have such nostalgia for that. I have movie. I have great nostalgia for it, but uh, to be honest, I haven't actually watched it yet. Um, and uh, I don't think I've seen it since I was eleven or twelve. So it was one of those movies that we watched every day as kids. Um, and then I I haven't watched it since since then. So it's going to be a trip. That'll well, be fun. Well, go ninja, Indeed. go ninja, go. I, that's, I intend to go. That's that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that All is right. the, the movie I have the longest conscious memory of. Is <laughs> the first movie I ever remember wow. seeing so in funny. theater. You should you should guest on it. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.